we are a freaking production. Did you hear that? I said we are a freaking production. Welcome back to another episode of the Buttonista podcast. It's me, the Buttonista, talking about living life, wearing clothes, designing interiors, designing a life. We're designing a freaking life here in the capital region and of course beyond. In this show is hosted by yours truly, Taylor Miriam Mother Freaking Rayo. Okay? I learned recently that some people are just finding out that I have a podcast. People are finding out what podcasters do, why they lay it all out on the line, why they sacrifice their personal well-being, mental health, chance at a, a you know productive kind of quiet life for some sort of fame or attention or what have you. I'm not really quite figured out why I'm doing it yet, but we're here and I'm laying it out all on the line regardless. I've saved my Miller Lite to do a live crack on camera. Now listen, if I make it in showbiz, you'll probably see more live crack of mine on camera. Not the drug, just the the peach emoji. That's all. What am I saying? I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Uh, I'm filming out in my backyard right now recording with my dog who could break loose any second. So let's hope this is a quick show. We get to it uninterrupted. And of course, I was talking through my crack on camera. I was literally talking through my live crack. I'm so sorry about that. But as you girls know, this show is brought to you by Miller Lite. It is the finest of fine summer beers. The can itself is absolutely beautiful. I tried to feed some to my dog this weekend and get an Insta-worthy pick. Now that I've been stepping up my game on a new level, if you got a couple follows from the Buttonista on some of your ulterior motive pages, say hello to me. Welcome me with open arms. We are trying to build this brand, this show, this podcast, this Instagram account to new heights so that Jack doesn't hate me for the rest of his life. But how could he hate me? How could he hate me being so passionate for Miller Lite, bringing this wonderful brand into our realm as naturally as I do? Because listen, we know it's going to be a good summer. It's a thick girl summer. It's not a hot girl summer in upstate New York. You know, if we any any of us tend to venture somewhere where we are in the hotter percentage of people, it might be a hot girl summer. I have to avoid you know, basically any metropolitan area in the warmer months because, you know, I take my status from like a, you know, what am I, maybe like a seven and a half to probably like a mid five. So I'm not going to go to the metropolitan areas. Oh, I will be in LA later in the summer. Nashville, we got the one piece ordered. Okay. We're not going full beach bod for that. And if you're not going full beach bod, that's what Miller Lite is here for. It is a reliable, sleek, chic beer represented by yours truly. So if you're wondering what you need to do a sip break, a little ASMR on this summer, always be sipping Miller's, right? Cheers to that. Sorry you missed my crack on live camera. Oh no. Let's not start the show like that, Mr. Jet. Jet went swimming for the first time this weekend. He was a real champ. He's getting even better at bath time as these labradoodles get just a little bit tangled, you know? He's been pining for my love and attention today as I think the title of this episode will be affectionately called Sweating My Balls Off Part 2. I said it was hot a few weeks ago. I was recording indoors in my den with the tile floors trying to get a little extra cool factor. Let me tell you, today I misspelled, or no, dispelled, Jesus. I'm a good speller. I would never misspell. 
I dispelled two rumors about myself. And as I'm starting this sentence, I only remember one of them. So let's hope I remember the joke that I should have written down hours earlier. The one rumor that I dispelled about myself is that I have said on the record before, I don't sweat. Now, it's not that like cheesy JCPenney third grade t-shirt that says I don't sweat, I sparkle. Actually, maybe I do because I've been wearing the super goop body glow or whatever, and that makes you sparkle. But sometimes when I'm at the gym, the gals or the coaches, whoever, like, why don't you, why aren't you sweating? Like, why aren't you sweating? I usually am. I'm just hiding it in certain crevices in areas like a real professional would do. But truly, I do not perspirate as much as your average human being, I think. I've never done a medical study or been part of a test group, but it's my presumption that I don't. Well, today, in the latest of Sweating My Balls Off Part 2, I sure sweat them right off. So if there was any question about whether I was a guy or a girl, whether or not I had balls, we covered it a few weeks back, but today I dispelled the rumor. I, in fact, absolutely sweat. There was another rumor about myself that I thought that was becoming true or wasn't true. And of course, now I can't remember what it is. So that's unfortunate. I definitely had a one-two punch packed for you. But if it's meant to be, it will come. I will deliver the line. Mm, what was it? It was something It was something about getting ready, something about the work day. I, I really don't know. Um, obviously, there's no... No question or not whether or not I like Miller Lite. So that's not what we have to worry about. Um, But I do just want to put a quick disclaimer out there before we get to the rest of our topics. We're going to round up my little fashion-focused weekend, what I dragged my mom to the mall to do with me. Um, I have a fun question that I'm just going to spitball on. Someone asked me uh, about the fashion police in real life earlier last week, and it made me think of some fun ideas. Um, What I forgot to tell you last week, in case I don't get to it today, I really want to bring back Best Dress of the Week that we used to do on Two Buttons Deep, a Buttonista edition. I'm really counting on you guys and gals to to up your fashion game this summer and give me list-quality material, especially now that I'm following a thousand more people than I used to. Um, There is some unfortunate news going on in Saratoga. I really hope we're not gearing up for not only a thick summer, but a dangerous summer. I've heard some unfortunate stories coming from north of the Twins. And then last but not least, I meant to lead with this. I can't even say it because it would spoil it, but I I'm going to close the show with a little bit of a PSA, and I know it might seem like I've lost a lot of friends lately, but I have a feeling I might lose a few more after this last thing that I'm going to close the show out with, and we'll really put the test to how many of you are uh, are using your brains on social media these days, but starting with my weekend, as I like to do, because we record these shows on Mondays, as I said, I'm outside, I'm enjoying my Monday and saving myself a couple hours of getting up extra early, and As you saw on my Instagram, I headed to the Vintage Roundup this weekend. It was the first ever in downtown Albany. It was in the warehouse district across from Nine Pin next to Lost and Found, two of my favorite places if I am hanging out in Albany. And you never know what you're getting into with these kind of marketplace things. You have like that bad like craft fair vibe in some ways. And then 
we've talked about with other things like my like the clothing sale and things like that there's also an intimidation factor like well I don't want to go and wander around by myself it's like you know being like the first person to you know knock on your friend's door at a party like you want to wait till your other friend gets there I mean I'm not about that I don't subscribe to that just show up do the thing you never want to regret and wish that you showed up so I'm glad that I did I was planning on going solo but the senior buttonista and I decided to venture out together I knew there were a few gals uh I keep saying gals I'm sorry I could say something else but I don't have anything else to say um ventured out there we had a hell of a time we pre-gamed with the Zara sale though which I don't need to elaborate on besides the fact that I did very well there I'm wearing a little square baby blue cotton kind of baby doll type of top from there today I thought the sale was very bulky I didn't recognize a lot of the things, which leads me to believe that they send in shipments of sale items just for sale. Obviously, things that don't do well, because I go to Zara pretty regularly and at Crossgates Mall, and there were things there that I hadn't seen in bulk quantities. So there's got to be a little uh, behind-the-scenes action that goes into putting on the, I want to say, bi-yearly? Is that even a term? I think they do it twice a year at Zara. But... For those of you that are new listeners, maybe haven't, uh, you know, retraced your steps on every single episode, I do always have a few tips that I like to give if you are shopping the Zara sale at Crossgates Mall. So I will just reiterate them right here because if you don't know them, you need to know them. If you know them, this is a refresher course, a crash course on how to nail the Zara sale. Step one, prepare to make multiple trips. This Saturday, this past Saturday when my mom and I went, the sale had just started. So I know they're at their opening price points, right? Like the highest, obviously, the sale items will go. So maybe something that was $49.99 is going to be $39.99. I do a big lap. Typically, I don't buy much, but I was in a mood. I was having a day. I knew we were shopping all day. So I kind of bent my own rule, and I bought a little more than normal on the first go-around. But... The other unfortunate part, or the only unfortunate part, I guess, of the sale is that you can't use the fitting rooms yet. So I use that as my excuse to buy a little bit more than normal because I knew I would have some sort of return rate and it would lead me to my second trip, which is rule number one, plan to make multiple trips. So I'm already planning my second trip. It's going to be on Thursday, coincidentally, the day that Urban Outfitters at Crossgates opens. But that's tip number one. Go a few times because the more you go, the more the prices will drop. Things that were in large quantities will likely still be there. Obviously, don't miss out on something that you love. It's kind of the Marshall's rule if you're there the first time and it's not exactly your dream price point. But it's your dream garment. Buy it then because it's not a guarantee that I'll be there the next time around. My second one, and I guess I'll keep it to top two tips since we have done this before, is look for the shoes. Zara shoes, believe it or not, can be really good quality, genuine leather, very trendy. But I've seen a couple of these trends like square toes persisting throughout the seasons. So I picked up my square toes at the Vintage Roundup instead. However, if you want a decent quality pair of trendy shoes, just revert your eyes from the racks all the way down a few inches above the floor and browse the shoe section. Remember, it's European sizing. They will translate it for you. No big deal. But I've always had very good luck at the Zara sale buying shoes. So if you're going to head out to Crossgates, those are my two tips. 
I also like to park on the upper level near JCPenney Pottery Barn. Um, that's not a come find me. That is a mere suggestion. Now that Lord & Taylor is closed, what is the smartest spot to park at Crossgates? Always up for debate, but I like that one. Uh, one day I'm going to tell you another trick that I have about Crossgates Mall, but it's it's a trick up my sleeve that, you know, I was willing to dish out Eggie's Place earlier this week about the egg sandwiches that you can find in the warehouse district of downtown Albany. That's a if you know, you know situation. What I could reveal to you at Crossgates Mall would be a game changer, but it could potentially impact my mall experience in the future. And as one of the tried and true mall goers that wants uh, traditional retail to be around forever, I'm not ready to give up that secret yet. But one day, you and I will be close enough. We'll be tight enough where I can share my deepest, darkest Crossgates suggestion slash secret slash secret menu item with you. But that day is not today. So we did the vintage roundup. It was great. Saw my gals, met some new friends, met some followers. It was just a nice time, right? Did the Zara sale. Nice time. Ended up with a big old reusable bag full of stuff that I happily paid five cents for because I would have looked like a maniac carrying out as many items as I did. And by the way, I don't know the exact number of things I got, but I'm only returning like three of them. So I actually did pretty good. And I found the ever elusive pair of Zara jeans that fit me. And I do not want to tell you what size they are because that is the problem with Zara jeans and drinking too much Miller Lite. But the other thing I did at the mall this past weekend is I got my third hole pierced in my ears. Yep, she's beautiful. She's a stud. She's hopefully even and looking good. And as I said about not wanting to go to events alone or, you know, show up at your friend's doorstep alone, I have contemplated getting my ears pierced by myself for way too long now. I actually did my second hole on camera. Me and a three-year-old were supposed to do it together for a video. The three-year-old chickened out. I went through it by myself and I got my second hole. And I guess it's kind of like tattoos. It's kind of like other things. You get a little bit addicted. Obviously, the jewelry trend is another one that's really persisting. You know, everybody's stacking, layering, really just kind of amplifying their presence when it comes to jewelry. Because if you do it right, it's timeless, it's quality, it ups your look. So I've been wanting my third hole for a while, but pandemic, masks, I was like, now's not the time. And I don't really have a lot of friends that I would just go to the mall with and be like, oh, hey, let's pull over at Piercing Pagoda for a second and watch me get a gun through my earlobe. So what I thought I was going to share on today's podcast was another desperate moment. And I was actually kind of happy about it. I was kind of looking forward to it. If I didn't have these grand plans to go to the mall, I 100% would be talking about this right now. But I was so tempted. And you know, I always say, If I have something in my head, I have to do it. I have to get it done. I have to go. I have to buy it. Whatever. I'm very, very, it's not impulsive. It's actually decisive, which is, you know, round of applause. Golf clap for me, right? I'm super decisive. I get it in my head and I want to do it. So what I had in my head for the weekend was that I was going to go to the Walmart in Saratoga Springs to the Clayers that is in the Walmart and get my ears pierced at a Walmart Clayers while I was watching somebody check out, you know, their organic bananas. I don't know why I said organic bananas. That is so not what I would see at the checkout line. It would be like, um, and this isn't like a stereotype. This is just reality. It wouldn't be, I mean, maybe they would have organic bananas, but what they would have is the like BJ's size 
um, like those round, like they're not uh, cheese puffs, but they're like the round cheese puffs. They would have like a industrial size of that. And I would be getting a gun through my earlobe, as mentioned. So I was really kind of dead set on that. But when my mom said she would go to the mall, I was like, oh, if you go to the mall with me, you're coming to get my ears pierced. And I just knew how it was going to go. She was like, ah, judging me, totally judging that I wanted to get my ears pierced. I said, mom, I'm closer to 30 than 20. You are going with me to get my ears pierced and you are not going to say a word about it. And you know what? It worked. Hey, that shut her up real quick. She was not interested in making any comments about whether or not I was allowed to get my ears pierced. I just said I was going to do it. She was going to be along for the ride. What I really needed her for, though, and that's how this gets integrated, is I don't really get embarrassed. Clearly, I'm not afraid to say what I have to say and who hears it, who knows it. I can really just riff and be I'm good to go I don't think I've ever truly been embarrassed more than when you're just sitting there facing a crowd of strangers waiting to get your ears pierced so I really wanted the senior buttonista to be my bodyguard standing in front of me of course she took the other route and snapped some pics chatted with the girl behind the counter who by the way I think she upsold me some forms of like insurance protection on my earrings don't think I need that we got that 14 carat not 24 karat magic. We got that 14 karat Crossgate's mom magic. And my mom tells this story that when her, uh, when my grandmother and her went to get my mom's ears pierced, she was like 20. She was so scared. She waited forever. And my mom said, mom, like I, mom, English. Um, she said, I can't, I can't do this. Like my, my earlobes are too big. And we all have our insecurities, but I don't know that anybody out there has been called out for big earlobes. Only my mother would be insecure about that. And it resulted in the gun truly getting stuck in my mom's ears. I think my grandmother, my nanny, peed her pants in the mall. And I think my mom was desperately hoping for a moment like that. She was looking for a memorable experience that why she sucked it up and she went with me. But I will say... I just said, mom, listen, I believe this girl, they're even, they're good to go because, you know, they put the dots. I'm like, how do they do this right every time? There was a little debate over my ears. Of course, my mom's like, your ears are crooked. I'm like, don't even get me started on the sunglass hut guy. We've covered that before too. Something about my face is crooked. It's not a big deal. Move on. But I trusted the woman behind the counter. I let her, you know, shoot me up with some 14 karat studs. And my mom did say, they look very pretty. So it was a success. Is it making me, you know, the next level in life that I want to be as any self-improvement expensive sweatshirt thing I buy, I think is going to transform me into, you know, Nicole Kidman? Maybe. I feel pretty good about it. I like it. I think it's a fun summer accessory. I wanted to do triple hoops, but I actually didn't. And I have a little hack while I'm at it because, of course, we talk about fashion, saving, sales, all of that. I love Mijuri, right? Oh my God, I just forgot. I had another really cool thing I wanted to talk about on this show and I completely forgot. I should have led with it. It's good news. We like Mijuri. We like, I don't know how to pronounce that by the way, so sorry if I'm not being fancy enough with my Mijuri. I, I have been sucked in by every Instagram ad about fine jewelry for a less price, dainty, feminine, long-lasting. Trust me, I have the Mijuri gold hoops Uh, The small ones, right now they're in my bottom hole. 
And I did the gold vermeil, like the croissant dome ring. So many of you have had these or have shopped there. And I like it. I like the brand image. I like what they're all about. Obviously, they show you the price comparison. So they'll show you if you're not familiar. It's all about fine jewelry for a lower cost. And they'll show you what it would cost to buy something like this at like a real boutique or, you know, a jeweler. And then they'll show you what their price is. Obviously, they cut out the middleman sort of thing. So they rope you in with their sweet marketing and their trendy emails But listen, and I have a couple of them, so I'm not totally knocking it. When I got my ears pierced at Piercing Magoda, because all you really want, by the way, is 14 karat or something that's not going to tarnish when you shower. I am not taking out these little tiny hoops every single day. I mean, women sleep with their wedding rings on. I mean, we sleep in our jewelry. This necklace is a medallion that literally says, God bless you. That was from my grandmother, from my nanny, for like my first communion or something. And I put it on one day. I randomly found it. And I swear to God, I've never taken it off because it didn't tarnish. So I don't clearly care. I mean, I do care, but I know it's going to last. I don't take my rings off. So if you have 14 karat, it's worth it. That gold for me, although, it tarnishes. So if you're going to wash your hands a ton and go potty as much as I do, if you're going to take multiple showers a day, if you're sweating your balls off like the Bonista, I recommend sucking it up and going with 14 karat gold. But of course, these mall kiosks, whether you think they're fronts for something else or they're just passionate about what they do, they will try to upsell you. And of course, there was the upsell of the ear cleaner, which you need. It's $2. Didn't care. Then it is the insurance that I apparently purchased that I mentioned. So there was like $30 of insurance. If a back falls off, if something breaks, fine, whatever. I don't add the protection plan on my Target coffee table, but perhaps my ears are worth the extra money. And then they hit you with the sale. And I am so susceptible, it's predictable. Like, they love me. I am a trap. Especially if you are a nice person doing your retail job well, I want to buy something from you. So when she told me, and of course the ear piercing is free, by the way, when you buy the jewelry. So you're already in it for a deal. If you buy the earrings that you're going to get pierced with, you can get up to two other items for 50% off. So I scored another pair of 14 karat gold hoops for $30. They were only originally 60 and they look identical to the Mejuri hoops that are going to cost you 60, 70 or more. It's not a knock against the online retailers that are doing smart marketing, but it's a kind of moment for you to think about what is that trendy thing that I've seen online? Can I find it in person? So many of us don't think that way anymore. We're so used to the one-click buying and all that. But not for, like, you can get, I literally have the exact same hoops. If you came up to me right now, you would not be able to tell which hoops in my ears are the Majuri hoops from the trendy website or which ones were from Pearson Magoda inside the mall. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Look for the deals. Download the Honey app. That's not a free ad. Oh, no, it is a free ad, 100%. Not sponsored by Honey. Wish I was. However... Download the Honey app. Get your coupons. Google things like Google Skinny Gold Hoops 14 Karat. Kohl's, that's a good one. Kohl's has actually a very surprisingly good amount of jewelry. It goes on sale. You can use your Kohl's cash. Kohl's cash. You can use your Kohl's cash at Kohl's on your jewelry. So just be creative. That's all I'm saying. If we want to spend, we want to be frivolous, we want to have the summer of fashionable dreams following my footsteps and get your third hole pierced, right? 
Um, moving on. We're we're gonna be really fashion focused. I know we were heavy last week, and this week, none of that. I just want to make you smile, laugh, overspend, impulse buy, learn nothing, love something. Oh my god, we have so much fashion. Now I'm getting off track. Not really though. I will transition now to the fun thing that I completely forgot to add in the beginning of the show as it relates to fashion. Sure, I'm not sponsored by Honey or any big retail brand yet. Of course, we've done our Zara deals. We've done some other things. I work with with some fashion partners, but I can officially say I am now a Rent the Runway brand ambassador. Where are the cheers? The golf claps. Let's do a return of the golf claps, the snaps, the shimmies and the shakes. I have been representing Rent the Runway unofficially for about three years now. It comes up in conversation very often. And I live and die. I literally will probably die in Rent the Runway. It's a really good chance, whether it's some unforeseen accident or I find something on their app that I love so much that I'll have to purchase and then request to be worn at an open casket funeral, depending on what happens to me, of course. But even if I was going to be cremated, like I think I would still want to be in a great outfit because you could remember what it was like and how fabulous the outfit was. And that's the image that I want people to remember me by. But I talk about it so much. I pitch it to people all the time. If someone asks me for an outfit recommendation, it's the first place I go because I know there's going to be trends there. I know it has a little something for everybody. And I'm on the app every day. So I pretty much have a full inventory of, you know, what's going on on Rent the Runway. And people have said over the years, like, oh, you should, they should sponsor you. And listen, we just hit 3,000 followers, honey. We're not on that big money uh, deal shit yet. But we could get there. And of course, the way that these social media brands suck you in and get you to create content for them for free with just a little incentives along the way are brand ambassador programs. So I've tossed out like my 10% off Glossier code here and there. But as a Rent the Runway ambassador, this is a better gig for you than it is for me. In June, which is almost over, I'm sure I'll get the same deal for July, you can get 40% off for your first few months of rent the runway on me the code is ridiculous it's not my name it doesn't make sense so you have to ask me for it I recently set up a link tree I think it's called so you can actually just view like my podcast like any articles I write stuff like this if I mention something I can link it all in my bio because obviously I'm not cool to swipe up yet (laughs) please swipe up get me in a follower so I can swipe up um But you can find this stuff and you can do Rent the Runway. If you're ever going to do it, it's the summer to do it now. We're out. We're doing the horseshoe. We're doing all the fun stuff. And I have left over 100 reviews on my outfits on Rent the Runway. I was featured on Rent the Runway last week in one of my favorite maxi dresses. So I've put in the work. I have let them know, hello, I'm here. I'm raising my hand on my tippy toes. Can you see me? Am I tall enough? I'm here. I'm interested in you being interested in me. So I'm going to do this brand ambassadorship and still pay full price in a membership, obviously. Think about all the memberships I pay that I shout out. Metabolic, Rent the Runway. I did HelloFresh ones. Didn't like it. Won't won't support that. But anyway, I'm going to do this out of the goodness of my heart to give you 40% off. There's really not a lot in it for me. Maybe like an extra spot here or there, but it's truly changed the way that I 
approach, my style, my fashion, my spending. And it has ultimately led to a happier life. And as you know, if you love it, you got to do it. Unless it's jeweling. Don't jewel. But if you love it, do it. So if you want to get 40% off your first month or two months of Rent the Runway, just hit me up. Water slide world into the DMs because that's what you need to do when it's hot, hot, hot. You need to slide into my DMs and let me know what you were interested in, what you need to know. I'm being judged by my household for filming this podcast outdoors right now. But what are you going to do? Take a sip. I've had a couple good segues here. Coincidentally, of course. Oh, shit. Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm good and I'm bad. I'm good and I'm bad. I'm good and I'm bad. I mentioned Saratoga. Obviously, wearing Rent the Runway to Saratoga. So we're going to transition to a story that I read in the Albany Times Union. We already covered it on Two Buttons Deep. So if you haven't listened to Behind the Buttons, go ahead and listen to that podcast. It comes out every Thursday. If you hate me and you want to listen to me get shit on, it's a great opportunity for you to knock me down a couple pegs in your book. There's arguing, tension, drama, building a startup company, you know, pretending people care about things that they don't. It's me and Jack. We battle it out every week on Behind the Buttons. But we talked about this story in the Albany Times Union about a young girl, high school student, getting attacked in Congress Park by teenagers that were apparently filming the altercation for the purposes of posting it on Snapchat, which for obvious reasons is appalling. A, I hate the thought that that's social media content and kids are being raised by parents. Not that it's all up to the parents, but like who's teaching anybody that that's good content? I mean, I don't even know what good content is. I'm still trying to make good content, but I know it's not freaking fight videos. The second part that's concerning, besides the fact that somebody was hurt beyond just feelings, I mean, someone was literally beat up, it's so stupid and ridiculous, is that Congress Park in Saratoga is not a particularly dangerous place. Saratoga historically has one of the lowest crime rates in the capital region. Obviously, they have their fair share of unforeseen circumstances, you know, whether it's a domestic abuse incident, a murder-suicide, okay, I'm getting dark, but like, they have things happen, obviously, in neighborhoods all across the country, so it's not like they're void of anything. There's a few homeless people that hang around. Um, It's not a perfect place by any means, but to find out that this is going on in Congress Park in a small sliver of field or grass where there is no cameras is a little shocking. That happened in the middle of the week last week because we covered it on a Thursday show. So shout out to the Times Union for breaking the news on that. Wendy Libertor is a great local journalist to follow if you are interested in what's going on in Saratoga. And then Saturday morning, my boyfriend and I were up at my mom's house or down. I never, I get so confused. Saratoga is up because it's north. Clifton Park is down. So we were down at my mom's. We were south, down at my mom's. And he said to me, sent me a screenshot of texts of his friend's that live in Saratoga that said there might have been a shooting in Saratoga on on Friday night on Caroline Street. And I was like, what? Like, that's wild. Immediately, when any breaking news happens, I do, honest to God, not like this is just honest, I go to the Times Union because if something's going to break, they're going to have that red bar at the top. I'm going to see a tweet from my favorite reporter, one of the reporters, and I'm going to be able to know what's going on and I'm going to have facts. I'm not just going to spread rumors about something that I heard might have happened. So that was great that he got a group text, but I needed to verify. Check the Times Union. Sure as shit. A few hours later, they say that there was some sort of uh, uh, I don't want to say altercation again because I just said that. There was some sort of melee. Oh, look at me. Dictionary.com. Do you want to sponsor me next? Melee. 
in Saratoga said it was a group of like 20 something people started fighting. 26 year old guy got stabbed in the abdomen. His friends drove him to Saratoga Hospital. Hope that they weren't drinking and driving, uh, but also very happy that he was okay because they drove him to the hospital. The melee continued up Caroline Street when somebody shot like four bullets into the air blindly, didn't hit anybody, and then that scared everybody off and broke them up. That alone, to be confirmed in the newspaper and be told that it happened for real, for facts, and not just a rumor, is terrifying. I had a really bizarre incident when I was doing Sober October at Henry Street Tap Room where it was like a see something, say something moment where I truly just felt uncomfortable by somebody that was there. He was acting very bizarre. He was like touching all of his pockets. He like put a lighter in my face and tried to like light it. It was really, really weird. I might or might not have been having an edible at the time, but it was very weird. And what do your parents always say? What is the lesson? You know, you never, you have to be careful everywhere you go, right? You always have to have your guard up. And it's not that I don't have my guard up in Saratoga, but it's a party town. It's a vacay spot. It's a long weekend, a friendly brunch. I mean, it's just an easygoing place a lot of the time. So I was a little concerned to hear that. I mean, this happened at two in the morning, as we also know from any of our parents that told us not to beat kids up in Congress Park. Nothing good happens after 2 a.m. I am usually in freaking dreamland at two o'clock in the morning. You will not really catch me out and about very often, unless the refrigerators or the accents or one of my favorite summer bands is playing downtown. You really won't catch me out that late. But the fact that even if you were out that late doing something else, leaving your friend's apartment, walking your dog, it, literally anything that you could be caught in a mess like that is terrifying, no matter where you are. So guard up. Keep that in mind if you're going out this summer. But the second part that really freaked me out And I'm not trying to put anybody on the spot, but I did say I just went on a following spray. So I don't necessarily know who this was, but I saw a screenshot of a text this morning that said, and I quote, and again, I don't know who this is. Could be rumor. I didn't read it in the Times Union. They said, so Caroline Street is officially gang territory now. Probably 30 to 50 open members, gang members, hanging out around the street. Same group from the shooting two nights ago was out again. Some bars are denying them entry, but they're just drinking in their cars and hanging in the street all night anyway. If you have any friends who still hit the bars regularly, maybe tell them to make sure they leave by midnight for the foreseeable future. Someone responded and said, my boyfriend is a police officer. It's true. And then someone else said two girls got raped the night of the shooting. So again, I'm not sharing this to spread rumors or to freak anybody out because I, trust me, I am like the most freaked out person when it comes to stuff like this. I feel like I have my guard up more often than not. And it might be to a fault where I feel like I could enjoy certain situations more if I wasn't worried about what could potentially happen. But I'm sharing it because obviously this precursor, there's been a few things popping up in the news about it. It is never too too over the top or too much to just tell people to be aware of their surroundings, traveling groups, My mom always says, know your exits, know your exits, know your exits. So if you know your exits in Saratoga, make sure you do. But I hope, I hope that's true. I hope people aren't just spreading things around. I don't hope it's true, but you know what I mean? I'm not trying to like freak anybody out, but, um, it, it definitely has changed my, my optimistic outlook just for 48 hours. You know, I'm still going to obviously have a great summer. If anything, if anything comes from this, uh, maybe just choose proper footwear, uh, this summer so you can get out of town quick if you need to. And Obviously, wear a purse or a bag with a zipper. 
I know you're all very much looking forward to chit-chatting with the girls in the restrooms again. Uh, my favorite restroom to chat with the girls is Gaffney's by far, or maybe the Horseshoe. The Horseshoe's got a good, like, uh, kind of souped-up porter potty. But uh, I know we're all used to that. We want to be buddy-buddy. But just, uh, you know, if someone's offering you that that third or fourth screwball shot, just make sure you know your surroundings and... Uh, you know, maybe opt for a Miller Lite instead because it's simply healthier. Or you could do this other thing that intern Michaela told me about. There is this new alcohol that is a gummy. It's called like it's time to eat your drink. I can't remember. It's called something in Sinclair or something. Smith and Sinclair. I don't know what it's called. I was going to buy them. Obviously, it wasn't going to Amazon to me from a drone in time for this show. But it's 5% alcohol like gummy bears that you eat that you can apparently get drunk off of. I don't know how many you would need to eat. Don't love the idea of that. Not into the that kind of world. I'd rather just sip, sip along, dance along, all that kind of stuff. But it's apparently a TikTok trend. And that's why I have an intern so she can tell me what the trends are. Keep me in the loop so I don't fall behind. So if you see me trying alcoholic gummies in a few weeks and you're like, oh, that is so a few weeks ago. Just bear with me. Let me catch up. Pretend that it's still cool because I bet some of you are also not cool, like me, and I could actually inform you of a thing or two. Last two things. I'll make this a double thing, okay? That sounds really enticing. Like I said, am I just out here to lose friends? Am I out here because everything I say or do is going to upset somebody? Evidently, eventually, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. When you do this, when you put it all out there, something I do is going to upset somebody every single day, whether it's what I wear, what I say, how I word something, what time I post something, someone is going to be off put by it. And that's okay. I'm off put by something, you guys and girls. I am thought, I thought I was surrounded by a group of intelligent, go-getter, smart woke but not woke woke people if I see one more person repost the fact that Venmo is going to give away a hundred thousand dollars in five hundred dollar increments to their followers I am going to shut my account down and go build an igloo or become an Adirondack 46er there is a better chance that you will win $4,000 from Two Buttons Deep's Build Your Beach giveaway than you will win $500 from Venmo. Let me make that clear. The same people that are posting, retagging, sharing Venmo stories, commenting, tagging a friend, those are the same people that reposted AIM statuses that said a ghost is going to climb out from underneath your bed if you don't repost this by midnight. That never happened. They, there were people on AIM that were threatening your livelihood, your friends, your family, your house, everything you loved and cared about. If you didn't repost something, where was the ghost? Who was going to see that? Who was going to make sure that that wasn't true if you didn't post it? If you don't repost this, you think cancer's great. No! that's I'm not going to repost that. Nobody thinks cancer's great. And nobody who thinks it is is going to see this Facebook status or or not. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to die tonight. Nobody's going to enter your house. And nobody that you know 
is going to win $500 from Venmo. This is the best marketing. I'm sorry, I'm getting heated. This is the best marketing. Last time I checked before I filmed this, 700,000 people tagged a friend. Yes, you can use a random number generator, but anytime you see a giveaway that says reshare this, like my past posts, tag a friend, there can't be that many rules. I've done giveaways before. It's really freaking hard to go through every single one and make sure it's fair and square. Just like there are very few chances of you winning a shopping spree, a trip to the Grammys, a exotic vacation. If you really want to do this stuff, play the lottery. Honestly, might be a better chance. Go on The Price is Right. Go on Wheel of Fortune. Go on Jeopardy with Savannah Guthrie, even though she just got done hosting. I think you should do something like that because I cannot believe how many people. Do you have no shame, you people? I mean, I know I post some ridiculous stuff, but I'm just not reposting that for Venmo. Venmo, they don't care about me. Venmo doesn't love me. Venmo has 8 million views in 1.4 million comments. All by saying we're giving out $100,000 today. Share this post and comment below with your Venmo handle for a chance to win $500. Hashtag Venmo me. A lot of these people didn't even tag their account name. It's just so much work. Listen, trust me, as somebody who does this, I, I, I don't know. If, you, if any of you win $500 from Venmo, please personally reach out to me and you can be interviewed by me in my show. I would love to know what you're going to do with the money, but more so I would love for you to enter the two buttons deep build your beach backyard sweepstakes where you can win $4,000 where far fewer people were entered to win and you get to revamp your backyard. You get to pimp your pergola. You get to build your beach, not with Miller Lite, even though I would encourage it. This one is for Corona. This one is for the true squeeze a lime in it kick back, get your tan on, go a couple buttons deep with your friends and fam. That's what building your beach with Corona is all about. So if you're putting all your stock in Venmo, knocking on your door in the middle of the night, sending you $500 cash, making it rain all over your bed while you peacefully sleep, no. Just no. No. Don't think that's going to happen. Think that you could build your dream backyard with us. Instead, go to twobuttonsdeep.com slash beach if you are interested in entering. And that is all I have for you today. I'm glad I teased the best dress list because we might bring it back. We might. If you tag me, if you follow me, if you go to the Zara sale, if you get your ears pierced, no, you don't have to do that. If you show me that you care about bringing summer fashion back in 2021, I don't want to business review this shit. No shade to the Albany business review, but when I check the business review, I call it business reviewing. They talk to the same five people about the same five things in the same five industries. It's like they almost completely ignore other people, creatives, startups, things going on in the world that don't directly pertain to their tiny network and what they do. It's so predictable. And I think, honestly, if you followed the best dresses, this is almost two years ago now, so you're day one, you're a real ride. Thank you. Appreciate it. You know, I had to repeat a couple times because I only know so many people as well. My network is only so big. I don't want to business review this shit any longer. I want to find as many fashionable people as I can throughout the Capital Region. I'm willing to go beyond. We've expanded to the Hudson Valley. We're heading down there a bit, and I'm happy to happy to highlight the fashionistas of the South. 
I'm happy to highlight the fashionistas of the North, if they exist, if they're out there. The true Adirondack 10 out of 10s. Find me, tag me, show me your summer fits, and prove to me. Let's do a test run here. Prove to me that we can run a successful Capital Region's best dressed of the week. Even if we have to break it up, we have to do it every couple of weeks, or we have to theme it. My goal would be to run it from track season. So starting July 15th, ending Labor Day, let's give it a hell of a summer of fashion. If you need tips, you need advice, you want to know where to go to get the deals, get the steals, get the trends, get friends. No, you won't get friends through me, trust me. Uh, Just hit me up. Send me a message. Let me know what you're looking for. I'll help you out. I'll find you some stuff. Just help somebody find a dress for a wedding another day. And I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to provide these free uh, consultative services to you for the good of fashion in the 518. Last but not least, shit, I'm so sorry. We were really fashion heavy today, which I love. We did a good job. We talked about some fun stuff. It's not all about me, you know. But someone did ask me. So sorry. That was such a smooth ending. Someone messaged me the other day and said, if you could do fashion police in real life, would you? Holy effing shit. Yes. Yes. A million times yes. It's almost like this person got down on one knee and asked me that question. I was thrilled to answer it with a resounding 100% absolutely. I've always wanted to do fashion police. You know my long-lost great-grandmother was Joan Rivers in some world, in some way. And fashion police on the E! Channel is kind of my dream job. Some sort of, like, not a full-blown host, but a commentator, sarcasm, a little rude, a little, you know, uh, not rude. I'm, I, I, it's a nobody asked me but. It's a personified, real-life show of nobody asked me but. They used to do Starlet or Streetwalker. They would tear them apart, but they'd build them right back up. And it was all in good fun for the sake of a good laugh. Let's never, ever forget that. It's okay to have a sense of humor. It's okay to make people laugh. It's okay to diss somebody. And it's okay to make jokes because we would all say it to all of our faces if it's really funny and it's relatable and it's whatever. So, yes, I would do Fashion Police in real life. I had an idea, speaking of Crossgates, where I wanted to do this. I wanted to issue fashion tickets, but I knew, listen, we're soft here in the capital region. I have learned that we are so soft, so sensitive. I would never go out and fully Joan Rivers or um, Kelly Osborne, somebody right now in the capital region. I've been building up to it. I think eventually we can get there, but I would never do that right now. So my idea was that if I was going to launch fashion police, please don't take my intellectual property, by the way, I would, on the back of the ticket, I would rope in some sort of sponsor, partner, advertiser, and issue the ticket with a gift card on where they could go to improve. So if you had something on that I didn't like, it would kind of be like a what not to wear. It's not like a total diss, a total roast. We're going to end it on a positive note, and we're going to give you a way to improve yourself. Maybe I'll accompany you. But I thought it would be great. I thought it would be a great way to get people shopping locally. It would be funny um, if people were okay with just getting burned for a couple seconds and then getting soothed with some cash money to build a better wardrobe. So, yes, I would love to do Fashion Police. No question about it. Somebody else asked me after, if you were doing Fashion Police, what would you wear? Oh, my God. That one, I couldn't respond in the DMs. I couldn't send a note back on the spot. 
I'm, the first thought that comes to my mind is like something pleather. Like if I could get the legs back into shape and do like a some sort of like biker bodysuit. Obviously some sort of hat. Like I have a really cool Brixton like not newsboy cap. But like I think I would have to have a hat. I would love a hat. Uh, kind of like a handy dandy notebook. Maybe that was like a bag. So maybe like the bag. Like I whipped out instead of like a pistol. Like I whipped out like Steve from Blue's Clues. Like I had some sort of moment where I like you knew. Like I took it out of the holster. I took the ticket out of the holster. Obviously we'd have to wear heels because I don't go anywhere without heels. So that would be an absolute no brainer. And you know I, I don't know if I would go red and blue like a traditional cop. We might have to do something more colored. Um, does anybody make like things that light up? Like, you know, those Christmas sweaters that have like electricity, like maybe I light up. We know I'm not a good bike rider, so I wouldn't appear on a bike, but I think there would be a lot of ways to really illustrate the full picture of what I'm doing. And at the end of the day, that's part of my mission, right? I want to be as open about fashion as possible. I want to talk about what's trending, how we can all look a little bit better, feel a little bit better in what we're wearing. That's what I'm here to do. And I'm going to do that for you. I don't even know if this episode is going to make it. Jack is out on vacation this week, but I'm doing my due diligence. I'm recording the night before. I'm going to send it off. Hope that intern Evan or somebody out there in the universe can put this podcast together until I learn how to do it myself. That's all, folks. I will. Drum roll, please. Boom, 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 boom. See you next Tuesday.